0: Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. This episode of the Strategy Hour podcast is sponsored by Gusto. They're making payroll benefits and HR refreshingly easy for the modern small business. You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, excellent benefits, and exceptional service to take care of your team.
1: Gusto is offering a totally free three-month trial just for Strategy Hour listeners. Sign up today for this exclusive limited time deal just go to gusto.com slash strategy and unlock three months free once you run your first payroll yep that's three months free at gusto.com slash strategy hey guys we are bringing back another series for you today and over the next you know couple of five-ish of our episodes so hang out with us for the next couple of weeks and we're going to be unlocking some new ways for you to be productive, create good habits, crush some goals, get in check with, you know, everything that you say you want to do in your business, but maybe you don't have the proper resources to accomplish that. And this goes hand in hand with the support that we are providing over at the Goal Crusher Club. If you want to head over to the goalcrusherclub.com to see what I'm talking about, it is basically a membership for badass babes ready to get more shit accomplished in their business and hang out with other people who are making amazing things happen, both in life and in business. And for just 29 bucks, you can enroll and unlock a plethora of materials and knowledge and tactics for you to succeed. But more importantly... Hang out with us every single month in a monthly accountability sessions, quarterly accountability sessions, and so much more. So go check it out at goalcrusherclub.com. Well,
0: in this particular episode, we are going to dive into seven habits we believe makes for a more productive life, more productive business, and really ultimately helps you reach and accomplish the goals you're seeking, whether those are financial, personal, I think all of these are aligned with working in both sides of your life. Because we believe you're one person that just has many facets. And you can't just play blind to the fact that you have a life outside of work. And so we want to incorporate all of that into living a lifestyle that gets you where you want to go.
1: And these truly, you know, they're the things that we've been noticing, okay, when we are more productive, what's a constant, right? Or what's something that we've always done that's helped us lead to do more things or more efficiently? What's something we've maybe implemented more recently that we found has been a huge shift in that. And the reason why we're covering seven, I feel like is we're, you know, the people who say all the time, it's never just one thing. It's never just one thing that helps you sell more or get more people on your list or land more clients, right? It's a combination of things that help make a successful business and a successful human being. And so oftentimes we're asked, okay, but what's the thing that you guys are doing that, that makes you so productive, that makes you accomplish so much, that makes you, you reach your goals faster? And everyone is waiting for that one secret answer, but it's, it's never that. So these are the seven things that we found that we've implemented or when we spend more focus on, it leads to more productivity in our life.
0: Now, the cool thing is none of these have to be accomplished in any particular order. You can master one before you master another. But I think the combination of using them together is what has led to its powerfulness in our life. So the first one you're not going to be surprised by if you've been around any sort of chunk of time. We've talked a lot about sexy goals and breaking those down backwards and what that looks like inside our own business. But ultimately, if you have any sort of goal in mind, we want you to have plans that begin with the end and work backwards.
1: Yep. We're all about seeing, okay, what is the thing that I actually want to accomplish? And what's literally... If that's step 10, what's step 9? 8 7 and working backwards to decide okay what can i do today that's going to help snowball the other steps that will then eventually lead to number 10 actually happening i think oftentimes we jump from 0 to 10 like we want it to just be here we think maybe if we create the thing whatever it is the product the community the account right that all of a sudden that goal is then achieved but if you really truly sit in the question of, okay, if your goal is, you know, to make $100,000, right? If someone is just to give you $100,000, technically, that goal is met. But I don't feel like you would be happy. You wouldn't feel like you've accomplished anything. And you definitely didn't create something sustainable. So what are the things that are actually going to have to happen in order for you to reach that goal? in order for you to be like, okay, yeah, that's accomplished.
0: Well, and I also think this gives you a good frame of reference for deciding if things should be included in your plans at all.
1: If they don't
0: align with where you want to be or where you want to end up, then why are you making it a priority in your life or your business? And that's been a hard road to travel, especially when you're not... The vision of the end isn't clear to you. And... I'm not saying you have to have your whole life figured out by no means, but you know, at least focusing on the next 90 days, I think you can have a pretty clear idea of where you want to go and work from there. If you can get a year out, you're doing amazing, but don't hold yourself to those being set in stone. I'm not moving. I'm not changing.
1: So the next one is definitely more of a, a personal, you have to pay personal attention to it. And everyone says this, right? It's not new information. But having a good sleep routine and getting a good amount of personal downtime is so freaking crucial to the stuff that you can actually get done when you decide to go to work. And not necessarily just the amount of stuff that you can get done, but the quality of the stuff that you can get done.
0: Now, the interesting thing with this is Emily and I at one time or another, and sometimes at the same time, have suffered from insomnia. And we're not talking like Oh, I can't go to sleep. We're talking like it's 4 in the morning and I haven't slept in 2 days and I'm going to scratch somebody's eyeballs out. Like we've both been there and it's very frustrating, but it that frustration leaks into every other part of your life. And so when those times came upon us, Emily and I were like this must be our number one priority. If you can't fix your sleeping patterns, like everything else has to be put on the back burner because getting good sleep is so crucially important and it's definitely something that we still have to work through like your hormones change your your environment changes season changes having kids or not like all of this stuff feeds into how well you're sleeping but you have to make it a priority
1: and then in regards to that personal downtime i think for us especially it's about not working like sometimes and 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 i told you this before like my anxious tendencies come out when i feel like there is no pause when there is no breather whether that be in life or business So i mean personal downtime in both regards you guys know what i'm talking about when you have a weekend and everything's booked and then come sunday night and you're like is tomorrow's sunday right i need one more day of this weekend because i didn't feel like i had enough time to myself and especially as an introvert." it's super crucial into how I recharge and how I'm present and, and being available for other people in my life is to spend that time with myself. So whether that means letting Abby know like, hey, I'm going to be coming in late today because after working out, I'm going to go browse Target or I'm going to go get coffee or I need to go head out early before I go pick up pee just to have some like a, a longer gap of silence. And it's being mindful of those things of when you need them. And truly like if you're just taking 30 minutes, it can recharge your the rest of your week even. And so do that if you realize that you need it. Well, and I know
0: for me recently, my weekends have been really packed and... On Sunday, we typically, well, even Saturday, it just depends, go grocery shopping. And tip I love grocery shopping. Like, I'm one of those weirdos that really enjoys it. But the last couple of weeks, like, I have been so worn out that I'm like, okay, I'll help you make a list, I'll help you meal plan. But I'm sending my husband on his way so I can be alone in my house for 30 minutes.
1: I just did this actually the other day where I had a meeting to go to, and Brian and Penelope were going to go over to our aunt's house for dinner. And he got home from work, and he was like, Hey, do you just want to head over to dinner with us right now? And you can maybe eat a little bit, and then you can leave to go to your meeting. And I said, Absolutely not. You and Penny go, and I'm going to sit on this couch in silence for like 40 minutes until I have to leave for my meeting, because I knew that my meeting was two and a half hours of very heavy discussion and breakdown and conversations. that I was like, I-, I just have to have a breather.
0: A hundred percent. Be mindful of it. Okay. Now this next one, I feel like we have said it in regards to other things, but not necessarily in regards to productivity. So you're probably going to give me some pushback, but I know in life- We're going to
1: feel your side eyes.
0: <laughs> so, Y'all make plans like nobody's business. We've seen it happen. You have goals, all this stuff.
1: The ideas are rampant. That's not the problem.
0: But you're forgetting that you have to focus on what your people want first before you can push your own agenda.
1: Yeah, I see this so often in people who... Again, I think this truly goes back to the first thing we we're talking about, a people who have their eye on, on the end prize properly, but then they get too sucked into it where they think they can go from zero to 10. Right. And so you're thinking, okay, I just want to have this thing. I want to have this thing. Usually it's a product or a service that people have in mind. I want to have this ginormous, you know, retreat. I want to do a mastermind. I want to have a, you know, gold leafed agenda player, right? I want to have this big dreamy thing, but, a, you don't have the resources or the foundation to get that and debut that yet. And you don't even know if the people you want to serve can actually use that thing yet or ever.
0: Well, and I think it goes over into your personal life too. Like, often I see women not making decisions like they say, oh, I don't know what I want for dinner. Oh, I don't know where I want to go. But in reality they're doing so many other things, but they're not necessarily thinking about what their spouse or their children or whatever, what they're actually wanting. Because sometimes they're like, well, I did the laundry and I did the dishes and I did all this stuff. And your kid is like, I just want you to read a book to me. Or your spouse is like, I just want five minutes on the couch with you not on your cell phone. Like, You just have to be mindful. And oftentimes... You'd be surprised that your, your laundry list of things to do gets shorter when you focus on what the people actually want, because they're satisfied, which makes you happy.
1: Well, and I know so many business owners who fill that list by hypothetical needs of their audience. Oh, but I need to create this new product because I know this would be super helpful. And then they could use this and then they would have this, but they're not even asking. So how about you go like nurture them in other ways or get more people in your audience so you can get a more clear scope of what's actually needed. And we're just filling that downtime with creating, creating, and creating so we can provide all of this stuff when really we just need to listen.
0: Absolutely. Want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? We are all about small business owners getting paid, and we know that some of you listening still get stressed out when it comes time to crunch the numbers, run the reports, and treat yourself. Want to know why
1: you should make the switch to Gusto? With one login, you can manage payroll, employees, benefits, and HR in one place. Plus, all your employee info and deductions stay synced and up to date, which helps eliminate many of the common errors you're bound to make. Gusto also saves you time. 72% of customers spend less than five minutes on running payroll. Gusto automatically, yes, I said
0: automatically, files and pays your payroll taxes, compiles and sends your W-2s and 1099s and submits new hire forms.
1: Set it and forget it. Plus, they got big-time benefits for small businesses. Gusto offers tailor-made options for your business, such as health insurance, 401k plans, and more. Don't believe it? Just Google them. People
0: love Gusto. How often do you actually love your payroll provider?
1: Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com slash strategy. Here's the deal. Most small businesses don't have an HR expert, but you don't need one to use Gusto. With great software and great service, you can focus on your business, not payroll or paperwork.
0: You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and great service for your team.
1: To help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive, a limited time deal. Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. All you got to do is go to gusto.com slash strategy. All right, what's next?
0: Now, the next one is about everything having its place and everything being in its place and creating central storage systems. So you're like, what? What do you mean? Emily and I which you're not surprised, are very, very OCD. And like, things have to go in a certain order in certain places. And I mean, this goes for simple things like having a very strict file structure and how we organize content and how we organize audio files and photographs. But it also is like, where are your thoughts and ideas kept? Are they in 5 million notebooks? Or are they all in one place where you can reference them as needed?
1: Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest I was just telling Brian this last night, or something like going on in our room, like something wasn't where it was supposed to go or should have gone or whatever. And Brian said something, are you just giving up on that? And I said, I give up on everything in this room, everything in this house, everything in that kitchen, 'Cause you some of you have heard me bitch about it before, but our we had to like get a house way quicker than we like would have preferred to buy our second house because of our the adoption process. We had to have a home to have a home steady so we could like continue to be able to accept the child that we were going to be given. And so we said yes to a house that wasn't right, but it was right at that time because it was a house that we needed. But we like There is no space here at all. And so nothing has its place. Nothing has a home. Nothing can be organized. And it's resulted in like... Us like constantly just wanting to leave the house to fill our day or our weekend with doing stuff because we don't want to be here, which results in me being exhausted because I'm constantly away from my house doing all of these things, which then leads into lack of productivity in my workspace and my health space, whatever. And so it's like it's all this big circle, guys.
0: <laughs> like. I know most of you already do this, but it makes a big difference. If your measuring cups, always go in the same flipping cabinet. If your spouse puts them way wrong, I know it's annoying you. So why are you doing it to yourself in other areas? Like, I know you enough to know that you're doing it in a lot of areas of your life. But in some of the ones that are annoying you most, you're just putting it off.
1: And I think we, we think that taking time to refine those systems is a waste of time. But <laughs> the amount of headspace that clears up for you to be able to accomplish more, I, like, you don't realize until you actually set up those systems what you are missing. Yeah, things like
0: Trello and Dropbox and all of that jazz. I could go mm-hmm. I could list more. But those are the two that really come to mind.
1: But it kind of goes hand in hand with our next step of truly clearing the distractions, finding that white space and optimizing your environment. And Specifically, I'm going to hound on the optimizing your environment for the type of productivity you are about to accomplish. I think we so often like get stuck in this box of having to create a space and this is the space that it can only be in only one space, right? You can only work from your office. You can only work from your desk. You can only work in this way, right? Well, as creators, especially we accomplish and produce different activities in Different ways, right? Uh, like I've said this a thousand times, I write better when I'm in a cafe. So I'm going to have a laptop and I'm going to take my shit down to the coffee shop and go accomplish and be more productive there. But if there's a different type of activity that you're doing where you need maybe the dining room table, you need a whole space to clear out. You know what I mean? So like optimize where you're working for the thing that you actually need to be working on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, even simple things, and we we spent a whole episode talking about environments recently, but things like having a lamp with the right kind of light bulb in it, like, world of difference. Like, I have a salt lamp, and I love it, but it's, it's next to a yellow wall which makes me angry. Like I need to move it so desperately because it's an orange light next to a yellow wall. Just the the light it emits is just not helpful to me. So it sits off most of the time. So simple things like that, acknowledge that it bothers you and move the shit. Or like if you hate that the mail always sits on the same corner of the counter, because we all do that, then figure out a new system. Communicate your system. Get it. Okay. Now...
1: Speaking of systems.
0: Speaking of systems. I think more so processes than systems. I want you to be defining clear processes. What are you doing? In what order? How is it getting accomplished? You need a manual for your life.
1: And... Don't just say, oh, yeah, that would be good. I should probably do that. I want you to pencil in time of when you're going to do this. Oftentimes, we use like a crisis in our business to actually create these processes. And while that's beneficial for a lot of the types of people who are listening, myself included, that's not ideal.
0: No, it stresses everyone out.
1: It stresses everyone out. And I want you to like. We're in the middle of this right now, where we like let a whole bunch of stuff get real disorganized and real cray. So when we're changing over to a different system, I like put my foot down and was like, "If this takes us a couple weeks longer to get moved over, if that's fine, because it's going to be so freaking organized and systematized, and there's going to be a process for it. And the cool thing is, is I only have to do that once.
0: Once you have a process in place. You can refine it, you can adjust it, but it's there. And I we've used the example before, but I remember when Emily used to set up a webinar, I legit would give her half a day. Yeah. And now she can do it in 15 minutes.
1: Yep. That still is one of those like mind blowing things to me. That's one of the only things we like truly have timed before and then retimed. And like, we got so fast at it.
0: But even if it's like, what is the thing that's sucking the time and the life out of you? Like, say your inbox. Can you create a new process for going through your mail? Some people have the "you can only touch it once" rule. Like, if you open it, you must deal with it and move on. I know our team has been sifting through, like, and they'll they'll deal with fires first, but they'll put things in certain folders, and those folders are answered on certain days at certain times. So if it's not urgent, th- it might take 24 or 48 hours for someone to get back to you. But it also isn't crushing our team's productivity because there, no one in our team is solely focused on one task anymore.
1: Get that process. So the next thing or the last thing kind of is focusing on IPAs. What is an IPA? Sometimes it's a beer. But in reference to this conversation, it's an income producing activity. And the gist is this, you are a business that makes money or needs or should be making money. If you are not making money, it's a hobby. As soon as you are making money, the focus is on how to sustain that money. And either create more of it or get it created on a way that's not as stressful and hustly and hard, right? The only way to do that is to focus on IPAs first. Those are priority. And everything else, the thing that we put so much weight on, posting to Instagram, huh, responding to someone's dumb tech question, right? Any of this, like refining what your about page says. All that stuff that so many people in our industry are saying, oh, but it's so important. It's not as important as an income-producing activity.
0: Now, we're not suggesting that that means you should be going out and selling all day, every day. Income-producing activities can mean a lot of different things. They can mean reaching out to potential sponsors for... You know, your blog sidebar or your Instagram feed or your stories or whatever. It could mean creating a PR plan to reach out to new audiences, whether that's through podcasting, through blog posts, through going live in other people's Facebook communities.
1: It could mean refining your customer service scripts for when people want a a refund, they want to cancel, whatever it is for you, where people are either leaving or they're not buying or booking, refining that area of that process. Maybe you're hopping on a phone call. Maybe you're getting your VA to do that. Maybe you're designing a guide that walks people through those top questions, and then it lowers your refund rate by a certain percent. That's an IPA.
0: Absolutely. So we want you to be making a, I think, first of all, it's hard to retrain your brain on this. So I want you to brainstorm first on what they could be. But when you start like figuring out your agenda for the week or the month, I want you to A, be really aware of what your goals are long term. And how can you create projects or tasks that are aligned with that, but make sure those IPAs are first. It's so easy to put the admin stuff at the beginning because it's, oh, it just takes five minutes here. It takes five minutes there. But if that's your number one priority, that's the only thing that's always going to get done because you never run out of admin
1: or maintenance or whatever. And it's by continuing to choose to put that stuff over everything else. That's when you're feeling like you've done a lot today, but haven't accomplished anything. It's because you've been doing shit like that.
0: So put those things first. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the -the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to BossProject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details really love this show, it would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.